What's up, everybody? Scoobert Dubert here. So you might notice that the audio quality is not quite as good on this one. That's because I am currently traveling in New York City to play some shows. I'm playing in Brooklyn for my album release party for Koan, which I highly recommend you go check out on all streaming platforms. And, you know, maybe buy it on Bandcamp because that's the best way to support artists. You know what I'm saying? And uh, then after that, I'm going to play the Wavy Awards, which is an incredible awards program um, that I had the pleasure of co-writing the theme song for and uh, just love everything they do. So definitely check them out as well. Anyway, I'm also working on something (laughs) through all of this craziness that is teaching me a lot. Um, Two things in particular. I'm doing a certification course for Dolby Atmos. Uh, and that's basically like spatial audio or surround sound. It's that kind of stuff, just kind of on steroids. Um, but that's going to allow me to do all of my mixes from here on out to be uh, applicable to you know 7.1 and 5.1 mixes as well as Dolby, Dolby Atmos systems, which I'm very, very excited about. And then the other thing that I'm working on is a new song uh, with Chai that I think is going to be awesome. In doing both of those things, I uncovered one little tidbit that I would love to share with you, my listener, and it is about workflow. So workflow is kind of the way that, uh, that, you know, you go about implementing some sort of process. Um, Talked about that on on a previous pod, but now applying it to these more advanced tools. There's all of this cool AI stuff, particularly I've got great isotope plugins. I use Lander and then, you know, some of this futuristic stuff with spatial audio. Um, It's starting to feel like the workflows are being controlled more by software engineers rather than recording engineers. And so I am trying to figure out ways to push back against that. And I'm trying to encourage other people to do that as well. I don't mean that to be like a dig on on software engineers. I mean that to be like, we need to take control of the way that we create music. And here's a really good example. So you can use these AI plugins and they're basically like throwing a filter on an entire thing. And um, some of them are great and they're really good for quick mixes. Don't get me wrong there. But if you start to rely too heavily on these tools and you just click analyze and then apply, you're going to miss out on some musical opportunities for things that, you know, a algorithm is not going to catch because it's not designed to catch that. For example, a D breath, something that I'll probably use on this podcast will be a D breath. So I don't have to go through and every single time I take a breath, pull that down a little bit, you know, but that doesn't work as well when you're talking about music because some breaths are crucial. They build anticipation. They create groove. Like imagine Michael Jackson without the breaths and the little like sounds, the aspirations throughout, that's weird. And it's, it's like, like another example would be like, <laughs> you know, it, a actor that never blinks would be bizarre. And so using those tools, obviously, for their intended purposes, but not relying on them too much. And still like going back to basics, particularly when we're talking about a song that's three minutes long and saying, 
you know, yeah, I might save myself a half hour by clicking deep breath, but wouldn't it be better to just go and listen to every single individual breath and then make the decision? See, like, do I want to have that breath not as long? Do I want to have that breath quieter or do I want to remove it or do I want to just leave it as is? I usually make them all a little bit quieter because I think that, you know, breaths can be kind of grating. Um, and so like, but I think that's a good example that, that can flow across a bunch of different tools. You know, at what point are you relying on them or at what point are you controlling them? And at what point is it better to go down to the low tech decision? Like low tech should always be in your toolkit, I think. Um, particularly like Dolby Atmos. There's some really cool panner stuff that you can do. Um, like, you know, because the, the whole idea is that you have speakers all around you. And so you can set up these tools to do automatic panning all around you. And it's nice. It's, it seems like a fast, fun workflow. Totally see reasons why I would want to have a cool effect spiral around my head. But at the same time, it might be better to draw that rather than kind of like feed it into this tool and have it spit it out. Not always, but sometimes like I want to have that control. And so learning how to do the things slowly and by hand. Um, because not always it's not always about going as fast as possible, even though I love going fast, there are like some points where you have to pump the brakes and that's the recording engineering side where it's like you get in the weeds, you figure out how loud does that breath need to be? Does that Michael Jackson vocal click thing need to be there? Is there, you know, um, a panning decision where like it's going from your right to your left ear in the case of spatial audio all around you that should be so minute and so human that, that just drawing a circle like with a AI tool isn't going to be exactly the effect that you're looking for. And so it's like, it's like learning how to use the tools, reading the manuals and doing the certification, all that kind of stuff. That's awesome. But then like not letting that control you. These, these paintbrushes are not meant to paint the same thing every time. And a lot of times the people that invent the paintbrushes don't anticipate somebody like Picasso using them in the way that they do. So like, that's what I'm trying to say to you. And that's what I'm trying to say to myself, like open up your minds beyond the prescribed workflow that is given to you by these companies. Still learn them, still good stuff, but know when to draw from that toolkit. It's going to be a quick one today. So I'm going to wrap it up here for sure. Check out Koan. I'll definitely be doing a little bit of a deeper dive onto some of the techniques that I used on that record as well as uh, give them a little sneak peek of what I got coming next year. Um, so yeah, check out my music at scubertdubert.pizza. You can find all my links there and reach out if you have any questions or anything like that. Would love to break some stuff down. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll probably talk some more spatial audio in these future lessons now that I'm almost done with my Dolby Atmos certification. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Wow.